Coming up, why Festival of the Holidays is our least favorite festival at Epcot. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike, the Farness Equation. And I'm John, about 10 miles away. All right, so here we go. John, how did your week in the parks go? Well, I made it to the parks a couple times this week. And uh, first... My first trip was to Animal Kingdom, and that was on Thursday. And let me see, I will see about sharing my screen here. There we go. And this is the Animal Kingdom Christmas tree, which has always been one of my favorite favorites and i i got some good video of it at night too before i left so just really cool um designs on it. i love the animal faces in there you can see tigers just really well done christmas tree so basically i went to animal kingdom yeah i i went there because i really haven't been there in a while um you know, my daughter went recently, got me some pictures and stuff, but I did catch the very end since this was around five o'clock. It's pretty much the end of the uh, um, cavalcade thing or whatever that is, the Merry Menagerie. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's always fun, though. Like, they're, they're really, uh, really well done the way they do that stuff. You know, it's just. Animal Kingdom's always been good at puppetry, and that's why I love the jam and jungle parade they used to have. It was mostly all puppets, and really well done, though. And let's say somebody dropped their popcorn right in the <laughs> middle of the path, so I don't want to forget about the ducks. I see run to the birds every week, one way or the other. Yeah, let's we got to do an Animal uh, Encounters uh, episode sometime. Yeah, this I always try to line this up a little bit just to try to see. They they say the mountain and the temple kind of line up. So here here you can see it a li little bit. You can see the two and the two and this one and that one and that one and that one and this and the little one. Like it does match up. I didn't line it up perfectly because I wanted to be able to see both, but just thought that was interesting. I always try to get that lined up when I can. Um, I went on to. Uh, Expedition Everest, and it said that it was a 15-minute wait, but it was actually less than that. It was it was about a five-minute wait, I think, by the time I was done. But then when I came back out, I I, I decided I wanted to ride it again. Um. So I, I went into the single rider entrance because it was actually, you know, the, the line was all the way outside now. I guess everyone saw how low it was. And single rider took me five minutes and seven seconds. So that wasn't bad. So I, I actually hmm. rode it twice, probably in the matter of about 10 minutes, which is why Animal Kingdom still one of the few parks that is... Um, visitable you know it's it's worth visiting for locals yeah because you know after work at this time the other parks are just full and lightning lane is long gone and if you you know unless you paid for it for the whole day just to go at the end of the day but oh one thing i wanted to mention too let's see if you can see this um the they updated the lighting effect on the yeti I don't know if this is the picture or not. 
No, that's not it. I definitely have that somewhere. There it is. Can you see how the uh, the Yeti, there's backlight all around it now. Before it would mm. be pitch black and they would flash. Now wow. you can, uh, it's uh, hard to, I guess there you can see it a little bit. See how it's lit around it now. It has backlighting. So mm. that's part of the reason I wanted to go on it twice. Just because, you know, we haven't been able to see the Yeti like that in a long time. And I think I took a picture of it too, but I guess I thought it was better than that. I can't. Maybe that's it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a decent picture of it, but maybe not. Anyway, uh, oh wait, here he is. Because that's not oh, terrible. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. They're still, they're not going to fix the Yeti, but they're still doing uh, some stuff. But they need their money for tearing out uh, animatronics out of Splash Mountain. So it takes a lot I of guess. labor. Yeah. So I was going to, I, I also rode Dinosaur. And I don't know why, but it, it seemed to me like it was uh you know dinosaurs kind of hit and miss and this time it felt like it was a little darker than normal sometimes i ride it and it looks almost you know perfect and other times not, not so much and you know this particular time it was uh, a little on the dark side hmm. let's see if you can Usually the part when you first go in is where you can see things the best, like the clearest. And again, I can see the Triceratops, but it really doesn't look very good, like the, the lighting of it. And that, uh, the dinosaur eating the other one, he's been kind of stuck for like months now. He's supposed to go up in the air when he's eating the other dinosaur. Well, it's interesting. So anyway, Whenever they... dinosaur... When when they have uh, messed up animatronics, they seem to have a tradition of playing around with lighting. Let's face it. So you know, maybe that's possibly yeah, what they're cheap. doing. Yeah, cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. But I was gonna say um, the wait time for dinosaur was nothing. Like I didn't. Mm. I walked right in, walked right in, and watched the movie, and walked right down, and got on the thing. Like there was no waiting at all which is weird they were all also running both sides of the uh, in the queue meaning they're loading from both sides they usually don't do do that when it's slow but mm. so anyway this is uh this is december 8th it's a thursday so i i always say the best time to go to animal kingdoms the last couple hours and uh you know that may not be the case every time because it is Christmas, but and they set up this dinosaur here, which is Daisy Duck, and they added all kinds of stuff around it. And that seems to be their thing. They add they add stuff around the old dinosaurs there and make it into a meet and greet. So mm. I guess that's better than not having anything there. This one I thought was pretty cool. It's like a water tower with the lights. and It looks pretty cool in real life, though. And I noticed, too, that the dinosaur that's there, it, it, it lights up. And I don't remember this from past years, but it probably was the same. It actually changes colors a bunch. Like, it changes. It goes rainbow. It does glitter. It does normal light so it changes a lot so that's actually a pretty cool lighting effect they're spending a little that bit is of money cool. on lighting at least that's that's way better than what they did last year with it yeah yeah i i i thought it was pretty i thought it was a pretty interesting lighting effect and there's not a lot of lights there so you got to take what you can get let's see this yeah, you got to take what you can get. And as you can see with this one, it's got a different effect to it. 
It's got the red and white with the Santa Claus face, and which I find that Santa Claus face to be kind of creepy. Like, I mean, look at that. It's a, a weird <laughs> dinosaur with a Santa Claus head on it somehow. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a little creepy, but like you said, it's a pretty cool thing. I, I was going to say, too, the uh, stadium seating over there, for some reason, like there is no more kite tails. Or mm -hmm. I guess they do random kites throughout the day here and there. But by the time I got there, that's long done. And they leave this open. So if you ever need a quiet spot to sit down, I walked up there to get my uh, gimbal ready. And it's just empty up there, you know, L literally empty seating. And it's a huge empty stadium, but they leave it open. So I thought that was interesting. Nice place to get away from people a little bit. But I did want to mention, though, right when I got to uh, Discovery Island, I was reminded that it's Christmas. And I don't know if you can tell from this, but there are so many people that I just, I literally can't even walk. I just, I, I can, I had to go all the way up almost to the exit just to cross so I could keep going and go over to Pandora. And as I'm going over to Pandora, I am shoulder to shoulder with everybody going in that direction. And you know what it reminded me of? The morning. Like, you know, when you first open and the whole crowd is moving towards something. And I looked at my watch and I'm like, wait a minute. It, it's 6.33. The park is only, or no, this isn't, it was a little before that. Let me look at this, this one. It was 6.06. .06. The park closes in less than an hour. And huge masses of people were all moving towards Pandora. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm used to being at the park at this time of day where it's just empty. But I guess the Christmas crowds were there, but they were all in the middle watching the Tree of Life show, mm -hmm. which I missed because I just didn't want to wait in that big crowd. Mm -hmm. And uh, so apparently, you know, the entire middle was full and then, I think everybody knows that you need to go to Flight of Passage at the end of the day because that's obviously where all those people were going because I went over and I ended up uh, getting Satui Canteen. I got this is the uh, grilled chicken with hearty salad and black bean vinaigrette dressing. It is such a good combination. One of my favorites. And there's my new gimbal too. How do you like that gimbal? I'm not used to it yet. I, I I I think I need to learn how to balance it properly, especially on horizontal. I was trying it um, another day at the parks, and I noticed it kept just kind of going off to the side. And I I don't I don't know if the phone centers necessarily the center weight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if the weight is evenly distributed on the new iPhone 14 because it's a heavier phone. And I don't know. I, I just have to get used to it. I've been doing good on vertical. And I, I'll, I'll show you something a little bit later on that I actually tried and it did work. So um, I'll, I'll show you then. But it's not that impressive, but just to start to try to figure it out. Here's the only lights in Pandora, the only Christmas lights. So if you're looking for them there, that's the only place you're going to find them. Now, there are other lights everywhere, like Pandora itself is basically a big light. And I, I did a thing, too. I was recording with my iPhone 14 and my iPhone 13, and... Every time the 13 does so much, it's so much brighter in the low light, you know, maybe slightly grainy, but the brightness more than makes up for it. So I literally am glad I kept my 13. It's my low light phone at this point. It just mm -hmm. does a great job with low light. And this, this is on the iPhone 13 here. It just really, it glows very well, the whole thing like that that looks great to me and again it's going to be a little less high quality because amazon does not show it in full quality it's a reduced version when you watch it online but it looks great on the, the phone so 
you know, I had dinner and I walked around, uh, did some recording just of how nice uh, Pandora is at night. And that's pretty much it there. I walked out. Um, lots of rude people. As I was trying to record these, I literally had a guy walk up to me, bump into me and knock me out of the way to sit on the wall next to his family. So, uh, you know, probably like a 50-year-old guy. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, am I invisible? Like, what exactly is the problem that you would just walk up? And anyway... It doesn't matter. I, I just I just walked away, but little stuff like that gets to me sometimes. I always like these guys too. They have the light up animals. Very very pretty to look at in the dark, you know, like as it gets mm -hmm. dark out there. They're just really well done. And then I uh, on the way out I made sure oh here's the Yeti. I knew I got a good picture of him in there. Yeah. I don't know what it's doing at the end, but I literally got that while I was riding it. So that's a really mm -hmm. good one. You can see, mm -hmm. like, look, you can see his nose. He has like a, almost looks like a pig's nose. And you can see his teeth. Like, it's a really, I'm going to have to post that picture sometime. That's a, that's an impressive one. Mm -hmm. well, let's see. Yeah, and, and I again, I looked at the Christmas tree a bit with, you know, with the lights out. And this is, I wouldn't say my favorite tree, but it's one of my favorites because the wilderness or the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge tree is similar. And they're both just really nice trees. So they're, uh, you know, they're very unique, very, very well done. And just the lighting of it. <clears throat> Even the stuff at the bottom, they put a lot of Disney animal characters around, too. So at least it stays within theme. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for that day at the Animal Kingdom. And so uh, it was on Saturday. I usually, I try not to go to Epcot on Saturdays, but I decided to give it a shot because my daughter was homesick and she wasn't that sick, but two, they sent her home from work. And so, you know, I basically, I had a dog sitters that day. So I was like, I'll just go Saturday instead of Sunday because what I was doing didn't really require, didn't really make much of a difference um, whether you do it Saturday or Sunday. So the first thing I did was take a ride on the monorail because I heard that the Moana area is, uh, mm, yeah, you know, a little more built up. And here you can see this is a picture from the monorail. Wow! This is the big statue thing in there. I, I still the can't figure out. I, I can't figure out exactly what they're going to be doing there, but I like the way it looks. I mean. They've, they've definitely done a great job dressing the setup. Well, I was going to say, I posted on my uh, Instagram, and actually, I know we said talked about this before, but I can actually open this up and look. There's a, you can see the, uh, the comments I'm getting on this one. Why is this at Epcot? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm so not going to argue so out of place in that. Epcot. Should have moved this to Animal Kingdom. Ugh. And I, I, I was going to say, this guy, um, he is a former Imagineer. And I'm like, well, talk to your friends. Because, hey, look, former Imagineer, free, freelance creative. He wants to know why that's at Epcot. I'm like, well, you should probably ask your buddies because uh, it yeah. wasn't my idea, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and again, I see a lot of that, not liking the fact that she's in the line of sight with Epcot Ball. Every picture you take will have this in it. Uh, bad move, Disney, bad move. It's like, how very Epcot-like. It's like, yeah, I love Epcot and I love Moana, but I think Epcot's new slogan could be, we're all over the place, literally and figuratively. It's like, that's... 
Again, I, 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 and I'd like to ask these people, the, and I, I agree with all of them, but I'd like to say, where are you when these ideas come out? Because Disney's like, well, people seem to love it. No one's saying anything. It's like they, they, they wait until they look at it and go, wait a minute, what the heck is that? So there are some people who think it's good, but um, look, so sad. What a waste of space and money. It's like, but there are some people that like, and again, after looking at the construction for years, this sure looks a lot better than construction. And hey, I like Animal Kingdom. It shouldn't be in Future World, but there is no Future World anymore. That's what I wanted mm -hmm. to tell that, uh, that, 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 that former Imagineer. I did type this and then I just untyped it. I, I basically told them I a long time now. It's now neighborhood. So whatever you remember, the philosophy of Epcot, it, it's not there anymore. There is no Epcot. It's now just another theme park place with stuff in it. There's no philosophy. There's no, it's not about the future. It isn't about progress. It's not about humanity and what they're going to, it's about none of that stuff. It's just, it's just stuff, you know? Remember the cartoons? It's like, yeah, so here you can see what's going on with uh, the Epcot construction. And again, this was my main reason to even go. The parks are just crowded and it's not very fun. But I'm just think of this giant construction hole that, yeah, I keep blinking on and off. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm so sick of this construction hole that I am good with whatever whatever comes about for this, you know. Like, this looks fine. It's, as long as I can walk there, heck, I'm going to be happy. And, mm -hmm. again, maybe that's the point of taking years to do stuff because then by the time it's done, whether you liked what, what was there or not, you're going to be like, I don't even know anymore. I'm just glad it's over. That's looks good enough you know so and at this point though years and years and years of construction are they getting any new attractions or anything it's like it's literally just some new shops and some places for festival stuff and some lighting effects and i like all that stuff but it's a lot of years and money when they cut the actual you know like where's the play pavilion it's like well there isn't one anymore I mean, all they did was Guardians, uh, this but is, that was just like backfilling a building, you know? I mean, yeah, and Guardians is well done, but again, it took from 2017 to what, like 2020? Yeah, but you know, Guardians like Guardians is well done, and you and I say that, but honestly, I don't think it's getting great response from the overall Disney fans, you know what I mean? Like, they're all complaining that it's making them sick and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's so, not that hard you know. to get on, honestly. It doesn't make me sick at all, but I I was at the park, and at 1 o'clock, I hit the button to see if I could get a queue thing or not. I really had no plans on riding it. Like, I didn't even make my reservation till like, 10 o'clock because I wasn't even going to go that day. Mm -hmm. And I got it for, you know, a short amount of time. I, I, I end up riding it, I think, like, three hours later. And again, that's not much time at all. And so it's not in that much of demand. E even with the park extremely crowded, wasn't hard to do. So I don't know. Personally, I think it's a great ride, but you're right. I think, you know, like your wife and yeah. even some of your kids, they don't plan on riding it ever again. It's like, so right. that, that's I, I love I, I love the ride myself. But again, like you said, it's... Yeah, you know, out of uh, out of the four of you that, that have tried it, one out of four wants to ride it again. So, yeah, I mean, in my household, it's all of us. So we're lucky, but not everybody. Anyway, I still need to get my picture of Festival of the Holidays, and I walked <laughs> in. You think this guy is posing for a picture? Because he, he looks like it. He yeah. looks like it, but he wasn't obviously. That would be a great place to wait for his girlfriend or whatever to get to. Yeah. Church. And I, the funny thing is, I actually heard her yell at him. She said, why are you sitting right in the middle of the thing? People are taking pictures. He said, huh? What? It's like. Oh, my like, goodness. And then, and then I almost 
got the picture and the, these girls ran up in front of it to negotiate who's going to do what. I only needed a split second, but they made sure I'm not getting that split second because F me, they're going in front of me and I can wait till they decide who's going to play. All I wanted to do was go pop. Perfect. I could not. So that's, yeah. that's Disney parks nowadays. I went from, yeah, I went from that. And then I was like, thank God his girlfriend yelled at him. I, I was trying to get it off to the right there. And then just as I tried to get it, those three chicks ran up and said, uh-uh, you ain't getting this picture because we're going to talk about this and see who's going to get what and where I'm going to sit. And I walked away. I said, no, thanks. Now, here's something I wanted to reference. The new iPhone 14 has a raw mode on the camera or the iPhone 14 Pro. I think it does 48 megapixel pictures. Mm-hmm. And why that's good is, as you can see, I could see the Moana thing a little bit, but it's like, wow, that's not a good picture. When it's that many megapixels, you can crop mm-hmm. it and get a decent picture like it's a zoom, you know. So I literally, this is that same picture. This picture turns into this picture and that one, like it's that, mm-hmm. it zooms in that much. So it's not a zoom. It's just that you crop it. So it makes it bigger. So the more megapixels you have, the more you can crop to to get a fake zoom, you know. So that's that's part yeah. of the new Moana thing. I like that too. Yeah, and it almost that's looks pretty. like it's going to open up and do something. You see that? I mean, I could but, be wrong, but Oh yeah, like there's like a line. I don't yeah. think it's gonna Probably not. I'm almost certain I saw this stuff getting built and it was I'm it giving had, them too much credit. It had rebar in it. <laughs> so, I don't think it's going anywhere, but that would be cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's you know. It could open up. I guess when you when when you have Imagineers that are now psychologists, you know, psychologists can be Imagineers. You do stuff like that. Right? Yeah, I like that. I, I I think that's really pretty. I hope that's not like some hate symbol or something. No, I don't know. It could be. I'm not smart enough to know what, what they are. So that could be uh, some symbol that means something bad. Wouldn't well, be the is, first uh, time. It wouldn't be the first time did Disney did that. And went, oops, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> well, you know, it'll it'll get rebranded then somewhere down the road. Yeah, and here you can say say you can see her over here. That mm-hmm. then again, there's no really good place to see her, but I'm sure I'll see her plenty enough when we get to uh, when it gets to that point. And yeah, I think I'm gonna skip over. Basically, uh, from here, I I I went to the uh, Skyliner station, and uh, for some reason, the person working there was just nobody was getting on. There was no the line was empty the whole time I walked up, and the guy was standing there trying to deal with somebody in like a scooter, but empty cars are going everywhere and. Eventually, some old guy sent the other guy away, and then he started saying, two in here, one in one, and he got the line right down. But until he got there, there was nothing going on. I was like, my goodness, this, this stinks. But So I took the Skyliner over to the Riviera because I have not been there in a while, and I actually wanted to grab something to eat. And you would think, why didn't I just eat at Epcot? But we'll get into that later. Um, you know, I saw the uh, the nice mural they have there. Always nice to look at. So this is the Riviera Resort. So I decided to do a mobile order here. And I did it for, what is the name of this place? Primo Piatto. I uh, I saw other people post about this, and you know we were talking a lot about pizza lately. And I'm like, man, I really want some kind of pizza. And I know they have uh, stuff here, like they have um, sausage and pepperoni hearth baked pizza, which is probably what I should have got. But I ended up getting uh, a margarita pizza instead. But I did the mobile order, and I picked it up, 
And let me just click through a few of these Riviera pictures first. It looks a little weird. The artwork in the Riviera is a painting of the Riviera. <laughs> I, I guess that's all right. It's a nice picture, but to me that almost seems a little weird. They don't do a lot for Christmas at the Riviera. Like here's the lobby. There's the Christmas tree. My Christmas tree is much bigger in my house. <laughs> so I do more for Christmas than the Riviera does. Um, here's one of their gift shops. You got some uh, Christmas merchandise there. And, you know, normally I usually do this stuff when I'm blocked out. This is the kind of thing I do. They have their own pin collection for some reason. These are all Riviera Resort pins. So I never knew they did anything like that. I'm not a pin collector, but that's uh, interesting. Limited edition pins. So anyway, I I uh, I my number was called for the Riviera. The Riviera does not is 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 a fairly popular resort. So all the tables were mostly full and kind of congested. And so my order came up in a bag on the on the side. So I picked up my bag and I start and I walked out and I thought maybe I can find a good spot outside. So I saw um you know, I, I started to walk away, like here's the pathway, walking away from the Riviera and towards um, towards the Caribbean Beach Resort. And I did see um, up ahead here, there is a bench in the shade. And I thought about sitting there, but it was a smoking bench. So I was like, well, if I was a smoker at this resort, I'd be like some idiots eating on the smoking bench. The only place I'm allowed to smoke in the whole resort, you know what I mean? So I'm like, mm -hmm. just gonna keep going. So I went to the uh, center town market here and uh, you can see I had my bag there and I did a quick walk through and I ended up walking outside and you can see where I ended up. This is a little covered area outside of the uh, outside seating. And uh, the cool thing is, this was a very cool day out. So there's like a cool breeze going through. As long as you're out of the direct sun, you're not going to sweat or anything. A perfect day. So I, I was going to say I got a side salad from there, which was really good. It was only like $3.50. So... You know, for me, I'd love to get a salad as long as it's good any, anywhere. And then this is the margarita flatbread. And honestly, it was really good. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm kind of more a pepperoni and sausage kind of guy. Like, I probably would have liked it better. But I wanted to try the margarita because, you know, it's got the uh, pesto and the cheese and the sliced tomatoes. And I don't even like tomatoes, but these tomatoes were ripe. Thinly sliced and cooked just right, and I ate the whole thing. I thought it was great. And since I'm a rich guy, here's my Fiji water that I brought from home. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> now my 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 mom got that for me like two years ago. I still had some in the house. I threw it in my bag as I went out. And anyway, here's a look at what the view is from where I'm sitting you can see you know the skyline are going by there's the Riviera Resort and just so you know the Riviera Resort is probably about a five minute walk so you do a to-go order there a five minute walk over to here to me five minutes is worth having a nicer more relaxed place to sit instead of a small room with people everywhere and like this felt so much nicer so the uh, Riviera is a nice resort, but the uh, Caribbean Beach is a lot more open resort, spread out resort where there's lots of room. Like you can see, here's the main entryway here. It's like, you know, there's not many people around at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can also sit all in here. There's so much seating at the Caribbean Beach. So I highly re recommend you can eat at the Car Caribbean Beach, but if you want that primo patio or whatever it is that food was actually pretty high end like the food there's is, is pretty darn good 
So I recommend you get your food and take a walk and eat it over in here where it's much more relaxed. And here's a, a, a quick look in the lobby at the Caribbean beach. They don't decorate it a lot. I mean, they put up greens and stuff. It's definitely not a lot of uh, decorating, but they did have Caribbean Christmas music going on. They were using like steel drums and singing songs like the Caribbean Christmas. And I thought that was pretty cool. I like the different play. This is their main tree. And again, I don't like to keep saying it, but my Christmas tree is bigger than that. So it's not one of the impressive ones. And so from here, I walked over to the Skyliner station. And, you know, the Caribbean Beach is a nice resort to walk around. Um, I, I was going to say, if, if you really wanted to find a secluded place to eat inside this walkway that's on like the island in the middle of it they, mm -hmm. there are places here you know like there's just benches there and stuff and this is the island that has a, a double bridge and this is in the middle of it at caribbean beach and i'm not 100 percent sure caribbean k i don't know it's, I think it's just here for a shortcut. Like if you're on one side and you need to get to the main hall, this is where you walk across. So it's basically a very pretty bridge. But again, there's cool places to sit and you could also go there with lunch. But So from there, I took the Skyliner back to Hollywood Studios. And you can see this is the line for Epcot. The Epcot line was unbelievable. Like everybody was going to Epcot apparently. Luckily, nobody was going to Hollywood Studios. And let's see what time that was. It is 2.09. So this is when park hopping starts. So everybody's park hopping to Epcot, it seems. Except for me. Um, I, I park hopped to Hollywood Studios and I did, and, and the reason for that is I would rather walk that little extra anyway. So I, I just like to walk that extra 10 minutes or so. And it turns out, I'm kind of glad that I did. And I'll show you why. I, I, I got off here um, at Hollywood Studios. I didn't go into Hollywood Studios. And then I decided that I'm heading to the uh, boardwalk. So I love taking this walking path. I know I could, I, I, to me, I, I, I never take the uh, Skyliner more than one way. But anyway, I'm walking back and I took the shortcut through the pool area and I come out and I see Donald Duck. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I haven't seen, you know, I don't get any interaction with characters ever. And I still didn't, but you know, I, I got to take pictures of Donald Duck and then uh, Pluto was there. So I got some pictures of Pluto and there was no line or anything either. Like if you stood around, he, he would interact with you. So if you had your kids, all you had to do is go up and they're just, you know, walking around. They're not signing autographs or anything. They're just, interacting taking quick pictures trying to make people smile and here is the uh, tree that they put on the center lawn here if you remember the last time i was here this tree was not there for some reason mm -hmm. and let me see goofy was also there yeah see how he's just playing like there is no line he's going up to whoever he wants and just messing around with them. And you know what's funny? I thought the interaction for free randomly at the uh, boardwalk resort was more than I got for paying $300 to go to the Christmas party. I, I would have had to wait 40 minutes to an hour probably to see anybody. And I just right, walked yeah. up and was like, oh, cool. The, the characters are playing. It was great. And you know, so, yeah, even Goofy was over there. And, you know, it, it just... 
So I highly recommend, let me see what time this is, because they usually go over at similar times. So this is a Saturday at 2.36. So in the afternoons, Boardwalk seems to really be a fun place. Like they like, they like to utilize that front lawn there by the Christmas tree. So if you're looking for special character interaction, it might be a good idea to head over and, you know, maybe have lunch at the Boardwalk Deli and just hang out in that area and keep your eye open. Because mm -hmm. yeah. the other thing I was going to say, I went in and, you know, they have the Christmas tree in there and uh, there's the Boardwalk Deli. Actually, there's a couple Christmas trees. Uh, gingerbread display. Um, I, I, I did a quick walk past this. I think the one they did last year was more impressive. They did all of the shops on Boardwalk. Like it was a lot more ornate. Now they just did the deli. Mm. But anyway, um, I did that. And then there is also right outside the, the uh, lobby there. I don't think you can see it because there's people sitting there. But from up here on the balcony, over the place, and like I said, it was a cool, beautiful day. You could get a glass of uh, a, a, some type of drink, whatever you want. Relax up there, enjoy the breeze. There's character interactions going on in the lawn down there. Just really pretty, really pretty spot, you know. Like there's there's a lot of things at Disney that are just really nice to see. And uh, I just wanted to mention, yeah, Goofy was spending a lot of time li listening to this kid explain going on a ride or something. Now he was scared, but he, Goofy was listening to the whole thing. And I was like, man, that is just hilarious. Like, he's he's actually taking the time to listen to everything this kid's saying, you know. Yeah, there's the boardwalk deli. And uh, I think from here I decided to head back there's an old-fashioned ashtray disney's plus the, the can is empty yeah yeah it's been a mistake i know <laughs> but, that empty trash can someone emptied it yep so anyway i went back to epcot and i uh I decided, um, you know, I decided that I wasn't going to go on Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I, I decided I'm just going to go home. But just as I was uh, walking past the area where Guardians was right next to me, it popped up on my phone and said, your virtual queue is ready. And I'm like, I have to go now. <laughs> I said, I can't. You, how many times have I driven 40 minutes to ride Guardians and 40 minutes back? Like, I just need to do this since I'm here. So I did. Um, I, I decided that I And it wasn't that bad. I, I think it took like, it took like 25 or 30 minutes, which isn't terrible. It's not the quickest thing I ever did, but at first, it scared me a little because it looked really long like it was the week before. And I was like, I I regretted it the week before. It like drained the life out of me, even wading through all that. But this time, that And I have to say, um, this time, I, I really do feel... I, I, I wish I could share the sound here with you, but I really do feel like I could hear the music a lot better this time. Coincidentally enough, I was in the second row again, which is where I seem pretty sure it's where I was last time too. Always get the second row, but uh, I could hear the music a lot better and it still did not quite really work for me, but I mean, the coaster is still great, but I still say I look forward to um, riding it when it's normal again. And this might be the last chance that I get to ride it because I'm blocked out starting the 17th. I'm going to Universal today. I'm going to Universal on Thursday. And like I said, I think 
Sunday is my last day, so I'm not going to have too much more time to do any of that. So I, I, I think the whole thing took me 45 minutes, but that's start to finish. And from there, I pretty much just... Uh, pretty much just uh, headed out of the park from there. I was going to say, here's a slow Here's a close-up version. I made that with my uh, iPhone 14 Pro. I did the uh, Pro resolution and then zoomed it in and edit to get it closer. Mm. But anyway, that's it for my parks. So... We're all, all, already at a whole podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, let's just talk briefly about uh, how we feel about the uh, Festival of the Holidays and why we really, you know, it's not our favorite um, festival. I mean, I, I, for my, and by the way, I am coming down this Saturday just for, I, I'm flying, flying from Pennsylvania and staying overnight just you know, to experience the holiday uh, stuff at Walt Disney World. Um, mainly the festival, too, but just for, like, some of the cookie stroll food options and things like that and the holiday overlays. And really, uh, to, to be perfectly honest, John, I really just want to see the Living with the Land overlay. That's, like, the main thing. So, um, but for the Festival of the Holidays... Uh, the reasons why I don't like it is I think it's really overcrowded for what you're experiencing there. Um, that's one thing. And, you know, to be honest with you, they're really not doing much. I, I mean, the food offerings are one thing, but I'm not really crazy about most of the food offerings. They just don't seem to do much for me. Um, you know, yeah, and then, here's, a, here's a good example impossible chorizo tamale i don't like the impossible stuff at all so i don't like that one yeah i don't either mojo pork that could be okay but kind of a little weird and then again i don't know that just really doesn't do anything for me like i don't even know what this is exactly no i, I you're right i'm like yeah eh. i just I think know. the food offerings are just not very good for this festival typically I don't think the entertainment offerings are great, and here's why. It's not that um, I do like the um, the soulful um, stuff. We've talked about that in the joyous past a lot. Joyous, joyous, and um, but as far as the candlelight processional, you're mm -hmm. so it's only so limited. It's extremely limited how many people are in there. It's gotten so popular that there's they crowd. Um, as many people as they can into that area, it's hard to get around it, especially when a popular entertainer is um, doing the show itself. So it just doesn't seem worth the hassle for me. Um, the ride overlays, for the most part, the Guardians has disappointed most people. Um, the Living with the Land overlay is great, of course, as always. But um, other than that, I, I don't really think there's anything spectacular about this particular festival john uh, there's nothing special about the um the, the merchandise offerings the the exclusive stuff really isn't that impressive um even the cookie stroll cookies are kind of plain for the most part so well i was gonna say from my perspective and and again i don't dislike the festival of the holidays but what a, the, the for me the way the re reason it resonates in my mind as a negative instead of a positive is I am literally blocked out starting on uh, December seventeenth through the rest mm -hmm. of the year. So I'm pretty sure that my the only time I can go to this festival is when it starts in November at some point until the middle of December. And like you said, those times are very crowded times. And it's my experience that when I go there, I I find it. I, I didn't take pictures of crowds because I didn't think we were going to 
this wasn't our initial, my initial plan to uh, talk about this. But anyway, the festival of the holidays is going on, and I would sooner go to the Riviera and get myself a salad and flatbread because mm -hmm. the hassle of um, the theme of Epcot are just not good. And again, this you can't tell too much, but this is pure people in here. It's just so popular. And there's just so many people around that I literally, I'm kind of not mad that I am blocked out. So that's the first thing. If I would like, I could probably walk to the, or take the uh, Skyliner to the Riviera and get food easier than I could na navigate these lines. If I have to do more than one of these lines, it's probably quicker just to go somewhere else. And for me, I just don't like that kind of time to waste. And the other thing is, as far as the merchandise goes, I feel like I could wear a flower and garden, say a flower and garden hat. I could wear that all year long. It's going to be, I'm, I'm going to like it, enjoy it. Mm -hmm. The Christmas merchandise, I feel like you kind of feel like you mainly, just only going to really ever wear it in like November, December. It's like, you know, it's just a little weird to, to make use out of it outside of that. And even like they have, I feel like that with a lot of Christmas stuff. It's not something that you use all year. So the merchandise limited how much how much of it you'd want and how often you'd wear it. Um, the lines are crowded the entire time because you have Thanksgiving and Christmas right in the middle of this thing. And then New Year's at the end of it too. So it's like just about the most crowded it's the shortest and most crowded festival. And like you, you said, uh, Neil Patrick Harris will be there on the 15th for the candlelight. I've never done the candlelight because it's so popular that I'm not willing to wait hours to, to sit there and see it. And maybe I should, but I just don't want to. So again, the small amount of time, extreme crowds, popularity of it just makes it a very unpleasant festival for me you know like I, it, it just does i agree i would love to see neil patrick harris and he's going to be down there when i'm down there and i would love to see him in the candlelight processional but uh, the you i won't get within a mile and it's because i'm not willing to wait for hours in my limited time um to uh in the park to uh you know wait in that line to have a chance to maybe get seated now, incidentally, of course, they're all the dinner packages are sold out, which means that thing's going to be a full house overflowed. Um, so again, I, and and it's not sour great. I I don't really. I'm not crying about it. it. It is what it is. You know what I mean. I'd like to go see it. It would be nice to see it, but you know, it, it is. I, I don't. I don't have to. I've seen video of it. You know, yeah, it's okay. That's how I feel. I could Sorry. watch. I got to watch a video of someone from the front row while Neil Patrick Harris is there. And I'll, I could see that. Yeah. But again, if you tell me, you know, you could see it because you're here or do that. It's like, I would rather see it in person, but wait hours and see it in person. No, no I'm not going to do that. Cause there's other things to do in the park. That, and there are cool things like Christmas trees and things like that. Uh, experience some of the storytellers are all right you know i mean and just the plain reasons all the normal reasons to go to epcot so i'm i'm with you when you say about it being a shorter festival uh i i feel that same way it's a shorter festival it's at the holiday time when a lot of people want to go to the parks um i, I think if festival of the arts is a little bit shorter than this festival but it doesn't feel like it necessarily right i mean festival of the arts the the thing is even if it is shorter um it's not as popular and it's really the the crowds aren't as crazy when it comes to holidays and things like that so uh i, I yeah. feel like it's less crowded yeah, and that may be why Festival of the Arts is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I like it it's, too. It's during a time of year where I feel like I can actually look at all the artwork and just enjoy it. Like, 
I could actually stop and get something to eat. I feel like right now, not that I can't, but it's, it's just not, yeah. it's a lot of work and it's a very crowded. And, uh, but I do look forward to you coming down and trying it. Maybe you'll change your mind. It might surprise uh, me. It, maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see this weekend. I, I went last year and it just was kind of uh, underwhelming. So uh, I look forward to seeing uh, full trash cans at least or something like that so you might all right i I, that's all i got on festival of the holidays john um again i I don't want to overemphasize the the negative about it i don't hate it it's just uh, yeah it's 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 a good they're all good festivals so but again if if i if i had to have one that i didn't go to i literally think i've been to epcot twice since it's been going on yeah. I don't know if I'll make it back before I'm blocked out. So again, it's the one I go to the least because I'm blocked out too. So I guess yeah. I need to up my past to something better. I don't know. All right. How did your social media go, Joel? Well, I, I'll start with TikTok. It's been pretty stagnant. But again, uh, I, I it's weird the responses you get from things. Like uh, nobody cares about the Echo Lake Christmas tree. People don't like Walt too much. He's all right. But, uh, you know, when it comes to the uh, Moana thing, that got a good response, mainly from people arguing with each other about whether or not it should be there. So, again, nothing really sticks out as very successful on here. But, you know, we talked about that last week. It's, uh, I'm going to keep trying and, uh, posting stuff and here's here's one that uh, is doing not good at all too for some reason a lot of times these edits do not do well even though i find this edit fascinating and have watched it many times just because it kind of pulls me in but the algorithm says it's trash and it goes it's 876 it's just weird just weird the way that works but I did want to mention, uh, let's see, here's my Walt Disney World. I just hit yesterday, and I don't even know how to get, there it is. I just hit 109,000 followers yesterday for my Walt Disney World account. And, you know, I always say I'm I'm kind of... uh, I'm kind of happy that I'm growing at all because there's a lot of people that I've seen with the same numbers for a long time now. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with their accounts. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things that, that they're kind of stagnant. But the big thing is my universal, I'm at 110,000 followers. Yeah. And the the exact numbers look 110, 159, and this one's not working, but it's like 109 something. The 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 point is it's over a thousand more now on my universal. So that's kind of cool. But one of the things I wanted to uh show this stuff. I gotta see if I can bring this up. Um, they've been updating stuff in Instagram and they've been updating, you know, how they show things. And I just wanted to see if I can. Uh... There it is. Here is my uh, Disney account. And the interesting thing is, the reason I wanted to bring this up. You know, I reached 1.6 million in 30 days. That, that's pretty standard, but you see this line here. Isn't it funny how that line, that's like a that's like a dead stop line. I, I In the last 30 days, I have not done anything that would make it ever go past that line. And I'd like to, I, I like to remind people, somewhere in here is the time at the end of my bonus where I didn't care anymore. I posted like once a day and just kind of slowed down. And um, here you can see this is my followers, and that's my non-followers. So even like here, see, I had less followers, 
they filled it in with non-followers. It went to the same level. And then here I had more followers, but then it it went to the same exact number. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like, tell me that that's really what would happen. That is such a weirdly controlled number. Like, like there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Like almost like half of the days are exactly the same. And it's funny now now that they show the followers, you can see the followers do change. Like my followers like th this one more, this one less. Like this, whatever happened on th this day, my followers like the least, but they fill it in with non-followers and it's exactly the same as either way. So I just find that odd. And anyway, here's my universal. Weird thing about this is, my followers are not the ones liking my stuff for the most part. So who the heck are my 110,000 followers? Like I have 110,000 duds or what? Like, although I think it might be because these numbers are just so high, which makes that look small. Cause mm -hmm. you got to think um, the other one is 163 is the highest. Um, this is 442. This is more than double. But at least this makes a little more sense. Like, this is probably when my bonus got re redone. Here's when I tried harder again. And you know what I mean? Like, this one makes a little, little more sense. So compare that to, we already know how well you're going to do. <laughs> it's like, I really wish I could figure that one out. Every, you know, all the uh, people who are professionals will tell you, oh, no, it's not that. It's the quality and it's this and what time. It's like, nah. I'm getting, I'm, it's going to end up the same for me no matter what. So anyway, I just wanted to, I like that I could see followers versus non-followers. And with Universal, imagine if, you know, even half of the people who like my stuff would follow me. I'd have million followers by now because here's almost half a million in one day. But again, they don't follow me. So it's uh kind of a scary thing that means uh instagram will decide who sees it and who doesn't one way or the other but yeah if your followers are if your content is exactly the same quality and actually at times like better quality i don't understand how it's possibly the quality it's not the quality you're sometimes you repost stuff or you reuse stuff so why I should you know start posting garbage can reels on here and you i should. bet it'll It'll get 10, it'll get a small amount of followers and it'll just fill it in. It's like, I yeah. don't know, it's still going to get the same, 163. But I can tell you that a lot of people would consider themselves very successful at 163, even if that's all they can get. But again, how the heck is that so coincidental? Look at that line. Man, that's coincidental. It's almost like somebody said, no more than 163. Cat. Yeah. Happen. It's like, so I have a really good video, a really bad one, 163. So, and yeah. again, in contrast, this this one seems a lot more realistic. It depends. Sometimes good, sometimes not. It depends. So, anyway, I still don't trust Instagram at all, but at least they give me a little bit of money. And, uh, Let's see. I I am happy too that again the 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 lead for the universal account pulled way ahead. So. Yeah, over the past couple of weeks, the highest one that I've gotten is sixty two thousand on my uh, universe on my Disney one. Let's see with universal. Hasn't been anything too big, but here's 153,000. That's pretty big. Here's 89,000, 70,000. It's like just amazing that this one can get to so many more people. It just can. So, right. and again, it's the people that Instagram decides they're going to let get to it. So, I hope that whoever works there and decides who's successful and who's not, which is probably you know, 20 something year old know-it-all people who would really hate me would probably be like, uh, 
this guy doesn't deserve to do any more than one six three cap and hopefully they don't they don't no, notice that i'm the guy who owns the universal cap because they'll cap that one out next too i i mean it might be former twitter followers yeah, they need jobs now. Or former of harassing Twitter, yeah. people who are they're supposed to be helping. So. I was gonna say former former Twitter uh, employees. Oh, Could be. All right, John. So where can they find you online? You can find me at c.wdw on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. C.wdw on YouTube. C.uo on Instagram and. Uh, Facebook. All right. You can find me at the giant rat, T H E E giant rat on Instagram and on TikTok. And that should do it for this one. We will see you on the next one.